Take your copy, if you would, of the Word of God and turn to the book of James, chapter number 2. James, chapter number 2, and the book of Hebrews. Hebrews, chapter number 11. I just um, want to just share just a brief word this morning in, the, in relationship to the idea of just being a faith builder. You know, when you think about the role of a, of a parent, of being one who instills or imparts the, the, precious, the precious life of just living by faith, just trusting the Lord Jesus Christ, taking him at his precious word and, and how that is such a, an example of an, a legacy of a heritage that can never be taken away that has eternal effects to it, that truly imparts life to those for whom you love and lead. And as I think about this, I, as we've been reading uh, through the book of James, you know, James is a very pointed book. It, it gets the message out very clearly. And in relationship to the idea of faith and being a hearer of the word and not just a doer, the Scripture says don't deceive yourselves. Just don't, don't receive the word. You have to receive the word and put the word in, in action to be a do, doer of the word because we can deceive ourselves. We can settle for, for hearing the word. We can settle on hearing a message. We can settle on hearing uh, a message of repentance, but never repent. We can hear the message of the gospel, but never respond in faith toward it. And we often deceive ourselves by just hearing it. And what we want to be as as leaders, as as parents, I know as as you, as mothers, would want to walk by faith so that you can impart that legacy to your children and grandchildren. And he says in verse number 20 of the book of James, chapter number 2, the Bible says, But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? You know, when we look at that passage and think about it for just a moment, it says, Will thou not know, O man, O vain man, O empty man, the idea that a type of faith that does not have a work with it is really no faith at all? It's, it's dead. It's useless. Why? Because faith is always justified or validated by specific work. So when I say I trust God, my actions would prove or validate that I trust Him. If I take a principle from God's Word, I say I believe that, the only way to validate that belief would be that my life actions of saying what I believe would validate it. It's not just merely professing it, I possess it, when I actually walk in it in trust. And that's what it's saying about Abraham. Abraham was justified. The word justified means he, his, his faith was legit. It was validated. It was justified by his works. What he believed was lived out when he offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar. What did he believe? Abraham believed that God promised him something. What did God promise him? Abraham was told by God that he would raise up a nation, a people as many as the stars of the sky and the sands along the sea out of his son Isaac. 
But what did God ask Abraham to do? He asked him to sacrifice Isaac, to kill him. So him believing what God said about him, that he would have children by way of Isaac, Abraham believed that if I killed Isaac, if I cut his throat for what God is telling me to do, God's got to raise him from the dead. God's got to resurrect him. God's got to bring him back to life. Because God's promise that through Isaac, I'm going to have grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren, so many that they'll be, you cannot count them all, there'll be so many. So if I, if I sacrifice him for which God's asking me to do, God must be able to raise him from the dead and give him life again. So Abraham's belief in the promise was put to action and validate it when he took that knife out and was going to cut his throat and God stopped him from doing it. And you see, that's, the, that's authentic, genuine faith. That's building faith in one another. Building faith. You know, we, we, are, we are encouraged by Abraham's faith today by his actions of what he did. Now, go to Hebrews for an example and look in chapter 11, verse 11, and look at Sarah, Abraham's wife. The scripture says, through faith, that is, she was persuaded. Also, Sarah herself, she received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. She just took God at his word. What did God say? Sarah, you're going to have a child. You shall call his name Isaac. And Sarah being passed. How old was Sarah when she, when she conceived? About 90 years old. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Mr. Bud, 81 years old? She had you by a couple years. But can you imagine God coming to you and telling you you're going to have a child? Now, Abraham was 100, wasn't he? You're going to have a child. Think about that, Miss Sadie, Mama Rob. God coming to you and telling you you're going to have a child. You'd ask him to take you on, huh? <laughs> but imagine that. I mean, she's 90 years old, and God says you are going to bear for a child. And this child will have so many descendants that you can't even number them. And she's never even had a child. She was barren. Didn't know what childbirth was like. She tried to get in the way of God previous to that. Remember, she said she couldn't have children, so the only way to have children was give her handmaid over to God. And, and, and she would bear children through her. She owned her so that, that she would take on that responsibility, and that just caused trouble, didn't it? But when she trusted God that he was able to do what he said, she was persuaded, fully persuaded that God would do what he promised. She acted on that promise. And we're here today as a result thereof, of her act of faith. Just building faith. Doesn't that encourage you? And that's what we, as the people of God, uh, we should want to be. People who encourage faith in other people. Who take a promise from God, believe it, and then live by it. And let our actions validate what we believe. We don't have to go tell everybody what we believe, though we need to let them know why we're doing what we're doing, no doubt, because we don't want to receive any glory on our own, do we? 
So we want to tell people why we believe what we believe. But I don't have to tell people I believe in God. My, my life actions should prove that I trust God's going to take care of my needs. Huh? I should be able to trust God that God's going to work out things in my life that, that I'm not able to work out. Isn't he able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever think or imagine? Is there anything too big for our God to do? But how often do we fail to trust him in those areas? And we try to handle things on our own. Try to do things which we can't do. And we just wind up getting in trouble when we do it. But one thing that I would encourage each one of us to do, and I would encourage you mamas to do, is continue to pray and ask God to bless you with promises from him that you can trust and believe and live out before your children and grandchildren so that they will have a living testament of someone in their life who truly believes what God says and walks in it. If you really want to have an influence on this generation and on the generations to come, teach your children, whether they're little, whether they're really small, or whether they're teenagers or young adults, or whether they're already on up, whether they're in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, just teach them. It's never too late to start teaching someone that's around you what it means to just take God at his word and trust him. Why? Because we're all going to continue to face circumstances in everyday life where we're going to have to take God at his word and trust him on what he says. And we need people around us who teach us and build faith in us to see what it's like just to simply trust God. Even when he gives us something that's impossible for us to do, impossible for us to accomplish, impossible even in our own lives, simply just taking God at his word, being what he's set us apart to be. And, you know, sometimes we can get we can get overextended. We, we believe we're trusting God, but we're actually missing the mark. We, what I mean by this, what does God want us to do in life? Have you ever been tore apart and pulled in every kind of direction and you, you wanted to do all that God wanted you to do and you was trying to help this and trying to do that and you was trying to give here and you was trying to give there, but you really didn't seem like you were doing a whole lot. You were being pulled in so many directions. You really wasn't accomplishing much of anything. You ever been there before? I heard a little story. Stephan and I was riding yesterday, and you probably read this before and even heard it. And I think a guy by the name of uh, Max Licato wrote it in a book. But it was talking about a, 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 a lighthouse keeper back years ago who was given a certain amount of oil to keep the lighthouse, the light burning, for a month. Well, during that time frame, during that month's time frame, there were people that would come by and ask if they could use a little bit of oil. Somebody needed to burn a lamp that they had run out of oil. Somebody needed to oil a, an old wheel. And what he was doing was compassionate and kind, and he gave a little bit of oil here, and he gave a little bit of oil there, and he gave a little bit here, and he gave a little bit there. And before he knew it, before the end of the month came, all his oil ran out. And as a result thereof, there were some casualties that took place because the light burned out. And when you think about that for you as mamas, 
what is the worth of a mama? You can't put a, you can't put a price tag on it, can you? But you know what? If you're not careful as mamas, you can give yourself a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here and a little bit there. You can give it to this person and that person and this job and that job and this and that. And before you know it, you've run out of oil. And you really don't have a lot of faith building to give to those for whom God's given you the primary purpose in your life. And that is to nurture and cherish your family and to guide them in life. Amen. And what happens in that is that shipwrecks come out of it. So this is what I would encourage you to do. Trust God that he's given you a great ministry. And that ministry is to love those little ones and those boys and girls that God's blessed you with. Those grandkids that he's poured into your life. And that you're to build faith in them and you're to encourage them and you're to love on them. And be careful because there's a lot of things in life that will try to pull your energy and pull everything away from you so that you run out of what you really have been set apart to do. I know we're all guilty of that. And everybody said, you can be. Just do what God's called you to do. Trust him. He's given you a great, a great word to live by his word he's given you a great life as an example his son and i pray that he helps encourage you encourage others and keep building faith in your boys and girls and those around you and may he use you in a mighty and significant way you know i think about you know as stephanie said having her mother pray over our lives even when we were old heathens and didn't deserve anybody interceding for us she did she persevered and labored. And then you see that my mom comes into the faith and God saves her and she begins to pray with her. And then Stephanie's brother and then Stephanie and myself. And as she mentioned, uh, my brothers and those that were closest to us. And she had they, none of them had any clue when they were praying that, that God would also call us all in the ministry. Within a year and a half's time frame, we was all surrendering to go to work. And, and, and preach and serve and whatever just because of, of a lady intercede and praying and God saves one, saves another, saves another and then calls us all to go preach the gospel. Isn't that something? You just never know what God's going to do. But what these women did is that they encouraged and built faith in us and showed us an example what it means to take God at his word and then practice what he gives us. And God uses it in a mighty and awesome way. Let's trust him today. Amen. Be a faith builder. Keep encouraging it in the lives of those who God's given you to minister to. And he'll use it in a mighty way. How many of you failed before? Praise God for forgiveness. Amen. And praise God he can fill you up and use you. No matter what it was like yesterday, he can do something with you today. Remember what we read in Lamentations? The compassions and the mercies of God are new wind. Every time that sun rises, every new day, there are new mercies and compassions that are available to you and me. So that means no matter what I did yesterday, when that sun rises, Bill, it's new today. I got a fresh new start with Jesus today. Even though I fouled it up yesterday, last week, two days ago, I could have really, really messed it all up. Now, I may have consequences for messing it up, but one thing's for sure, his mercies are new for me today. 
And that'll help me carry through, even though I got to deal with some old consequences of yesterday. To him be the glory. Amen. Amen. Just trust him. Take him at his word. Would you stand with me today? Let's praise him. Father, we love you and thank you. Thank you that your word has made it very clear to us. That faith that is not lived out is not actually faith at all. It's really dead. And that we as your people are only legit and validated. And our, our faith is manifested by our works. So help us take you at your word, O oh God. As, as Abraham believed that you was able to raise Isaac from the dead, may we believe you're able to raise that which is dead today and that without a death there is no resurrection so we come before you today just to deny ourselves, to denounce our rights to die to ourselves so that we can live and walk in resurrection power so that we can instill and impart genuine faith to those that see us and know us so help us god we help we ask you to help us in jesus name amen